Hello, mamas. Coming to you live from a cardboard box. And you're probably thinking, why are you doing that? Why, why would you give up your amazingly professional studio that is actually right behind you with state-of-the-art Avengers green screen technology to sit in a silly little tar Target cardboard box? Um, it's actually because this is where I have been just chilling for all day. I was going to say for the past few hours. Now, it has been an all-day thing. I have been sitting in this cardboard box thinking about life and feeling a little a little bamboozled would be a good a good descriptive word um so at the time of recording this it's currently it is um Thursday December 2nd y'all are seeing this a little later that's just how the that's just how the podcast game works baby i don't make the rules but i a lot of crazy stuff has happened and I needed to like take the time to like really reflect on it and I reflected on it and it seems even crazier. So for one thing, I'm currently at 1.96 million subscribers on my main channel. That is <laughs> a number that is actually insane. And I've like I I truly cannot wrap my head around it. I when I started social media and posting YouTube videos, I was like, if I get 10k, if I get 1,000 subscribers, like 1,000 people that want to watch me go for a little for like 10 minutes, that would be a, a miracle by the hand of God Himself. And I now find myself with almost two million subscribers on YouTube. Not to even, not to even, <laughs> not to even mention TikTok, which has 9 million. <laughs> so I needed to just sit in my little box and pretend that I am a little rat living in a piece of trash. And that's kind of been really good for grounding myself. Now, as overwhelming as it is, I want you guys to know, like genuinely, that is like life affirming, like all I have ever wanted to do since I was a grub, like a literal grub that had just been popped out of the P word was just like create videos and make people laugh. And the fact that I get to do like, the fact that I get to do that as a, as a way of life and as a full-time thing, I can't, I can't even describe how lucky I feel. Thank you genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Um, if you've ever watched one of my videos, if you watch all my videos, like just for supporting me in any shape or form, I owe you my entire life. You can come pick it up, send a Uber for it. I will send my life force in the Uber and then you can have it. It is yours. Um, another crazy thing was Spotify wrapped came out. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about, you know what? I'll just tell y'all what my Spotify wrapped was. Um, <laughs> Kanye West was my most streamed artist. I was in his 1% top fans. No further comment on that. Then it was like Playboy Cardi, Lord, Brock Hampton, and Tyler, the creator. A lot of people, I don't know why. I don't understand. A lot of people like 
were assuming that I would like listen to not that kind of music. And I guess I don't really give off like listens to primarily rap vibes, maybe potentially, but surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also a funny, crazy thing that Spotify rap does is it, 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 it has a whole podcast section. And so I opened my phone on the day of Spotify Wrapped, which was yesterday and saw literally so many of you guys like tagging me in your Spotify wrapped with this literal podcast in it as your guys' top podcast. And I was like, I literally was like bawling for an hour, like just going through my story, um, my like story takes it like genuinely thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I have so much fun with it. It literally is like so therapeutic talking to you and just like, <laughs> I look crazy right now. I'm like sitting in a box. I'm like, thank you. Um, it, it, it has been so fun. Thank you for sticking around for all these episodes. Or if this is your first time or you just started listening, welcome, welcome. I appreciate you. Hope you're having a blast. Um, but with that being said, today's episode is going to be a little, a little, a little. Um, See, I always come up with a name for this type of episode and then I forget it every single episode. Um, It's going to be. I almost died special episode of reading Twitter submitted near-death experiences. If we can come up with an acronym for that, that would be great. Um, one slightly embarrassing thing that I must do that I was uh, going to do before this, but completely forgot. I don't have an iPad case. And to be able to read the tweets off of the iPad without holding it, I need to make my own. So I found this piece of cardboard. And I'm just going to quickly... Cut it with my sword so I can insert my iPad into it. Because, sorry if the audio quality is bad here. So maybe that's not gonna work actually. Maybe I didn't. Okay, it's not gonna work. I'll just hold it. I will just, I will just hold it. Like a, like a person with two hands would do with an iPad. Um, let me sheath my sword real quick. I found this in my garage recently. Also, I can't remember what time limit I gave Josh Richards to come collect his, uh, his YouTube play button. Haven't, I haven't heard anything. So consider it mine, Josh Richards. <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, hold on. I will literally grab it. This is just absolutely the most messy episode in in eternity on this ep- on this podcast, but it's the rawness that that everyone comes back for. Okay, I'm grabbing it. You know what? I'm gonna be nice, and I'm gonna declare that, dear Josh Richards, this is your last chance to reach out about the play button that is somehow in my possession. If you want it. I will Uber, or actually, you probably don't want me at your house. I don't know. I just invited myself over. That's actually really awkward. Um, I will call a Uber just for the play button, strap it in, buckle it up, seat belt and everything. Very valuable. And that's, you have one week. You have one week, Josh Richards. Okay. Oh, no, 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 just kidding. I want to go back to um, having a little existential crisis. Um, I think part of the reason why, th- why it was so overwhelming to hit 
well, to be like close to hitting 2 million subscribers, like 1 million, I was like in such a trance. Like I was just posting and posting and posting. And I never really, really stepped back to like look at like how insane that was, like hitting 1 million. And then I really, I really thought I was done. Like I was like, there's no way in hell I'm ever like getting like to a crazy milestone or anything. Like there's no way I'm getting to 2 million subscribers. Like, that was just not even possible in my little brainy brain. And and here we are. And I think what really blows my mind is the YouTubers that I would like watch growing up, like the ones that I love, my my beloved little childhood YouTubers that I would watch at, at like age 10. I would I would see them like how do I put this? Like, um, when they would like get into the the big leagues, if you will, like the one million, two million subscribers, I'd see them like go to LA and like have all these crazy parties and have this. And I was like, oh my gosh, that'd be so crazy. Have that crazy, exciting lifestyle. And then <laughs> here I am sitting in a in a Target cardboard box celebrating two million. But listen, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that. Me as a person who likes social interaction, likes going and doing things, I'm glad I was never swept up in the hustle and bustle of LA, if you will. Um, I see a lot of like other creators. I'm not. I'm not naming any names, but um, I see a lot of creators who will come to the city, and then like, I don't even know, just kind of lose their selves. And I feel like there's been times where I was scared that I was going to lose myself, like, depending on, like, the people I was hanging around and stuff. But I'm glad that I have, like, I am, I, I hope I stay true to myself. And so far, I think I have stayed true to myself. And I haven't changed that much, which could be for the better, could be for the worst, a little bit of both. I don't really know. Let's get into, let's get into our near-death experiences. Okay. Like, did y'all need to hear me just sound like a demon like that? No, you didn't. You didn't. Um, okay, let's begin. Eek! This one is from at Doge and Rat YT. Hashtag I almost died podcast at Ben of the Week. Also, if you guys want to submit your own near-death experiences, um, use the hashtag I almost died podcast on Twitter and at me at Ben of the Week, and I will read it. Um, your near-death experiences on a future episode. Sorry you didn't make it in this one. You were you were too late. And honestly, it's kind of embarrassing for you. Just kidding. It's not embarrassing in the slightest. Okay. Once at our sixth grade dance, I asked a weird, creepy guy named Josh to the dance. It was literally the whole school drama once I asked him. Everyone was like, why him? The night of the dance, that kid showed up wearing a Teletubby costume. <laughs> I re-asked him and said no, but then we secretly went to the dance together anyway. The whole time that Josh was busting out moves like the sprinkler and the cabbage patch, I felt like I was going to die. Then at the end, he called me pretty. That's my humiliating dance story. And then they said, I hate Josh. Now he's an a-hole. I was going to say, like, I don't see anything wrong with that. Hitting the cabbage patch, hitting the sprinkler. He's just... he. He's just feeling himself. I don't think that's any any near-death experience in the slightest, but you know, if he's an a-hole, I'll take your word for it. You, you you dodged a bullet. Okay, this one is from at Nico underscore love ya. Hi, Ben. 
I first I just want to say love your videos. Thank you so much, Nico. Hashtag I'm outside podcast. So this happened like three months ago. So basically I was swinging on a swing and I fell and there was concrete behind me. And after that, I was dizzy and touched my head and there was blood. After that, I told my mom and of course she freaked out and there was still COVID. So I didn't go to the hospital, but my mom just put something that I can't read on my head after a few months. It's gone. By the way, I'm okay. I forget that like if you get injured and you have to go to the hospital, it's like not going to be fun during COVID. There's a lot of like extra stuff and like I luckily haven't had any health run-ins, but like dang, I actually like literally, this is really bad probably, but I haven't been in the hospital in I think probably 10 years and I don't plan on going anytime soon. I think there's few why am i just like poking my toe that's really awkward this is like a random stress thing i do so if you just see me like fingering my toe don't don't ask any questions um no i i have such a fear of hospitals and i was gonna say i don't know why but i feel like a fear of hospitals is a generally valid fear to have not saying that like whatever more rare fears you might have are invalid um, but genuinely hospitals terrify me. Like the fact that you can just go there and not come back or you can go into a surgery and just not wake up. And it could be, sorry, I'm like freaking y'all out for no reason, but like, it's freaking me out. Like you could literally go into surgery and just never wake up again. And you wouldn't even know, huh? Surgery is terrifying. Like catch me never getting that. Like I think I've said this before, but like if I if I like break a bone, just throw me away, send me on the ice flow, throw me down the Niagara Falls, and 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 that'll be that. I don't need surgery. Okay. Um, this one is from at Addy, or not at Addy, Addy at Ben of the Feed. How you doing? <gasps> oh my god, the hiccups. Ow! Hashtag I must have podcast. When I moved to Pennsylvania half a year ago, my luck went down the hill. Recently, my friends were making plans with us to go to a school football game. This was my first ever football game I've been to. I really only went to hang out with everyone, and I was getting ready to leave and was dropped off at my friend's house so her sister could take us to the game. It didn't start until 7 p.m., so we waited at her house for a bit, and we finally left. We were heading to the game. We got there, checked in with our tickets, and found our seats on the bleachers. The game had just started and everyone was cheering them on. And well, as any football game goes, only 15 minutes in the game, a strange alarm starts to go off. Keep in mind, this is my first football game, so I thought the noise was a part of it all. Everyone starts exiting the seats on the bleachers and crowds. I was confused, thinking maybe it was just part of the game. My friends that are sitting with me start getting up with everyone too, and I was sort of worried. I asked my friend what the alarm meant. It was super cloudy and dark out, so she said it might have went off because of lightning coming. So we all exited and stood in the school parking lot. There were crowds of people just talking over everyone. A cop shows up and tells everyone to stay apart from each other. So I start getting worried. My friend comes up to me and says, there is an, an exploding device under the bleachers that has been planted there for two weeks, which unfortunately came out to be true. <sighs> Cops told everyone to run as far as possible because the timer on it had 90 seconds left. Of course, my luck. My friends left me and went home and I was stuck there by myself running like I was in a marathon. The cops ended up turning the timer off the exploding device. 
And <gasps> the last reply didn't show up. Did it get deleted? Well, <laughs> oh my God. I think you'd be like, but it was just someone's backpack. Nope. That's actually insane. You and me both surviving bomb threats? Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> okay, we'll continue with the stories right after this quick break. <sighs> Hello. I just came out of my hobbit hole, and I actually broke it. Um, There's a big crack in here now because I crunched it too much. Uh, we just read Addie's story about surviving a bomb threat. That's actually really interesting that th that's what like the police would do if that was like the threat at hand. They're just like, okay. Everyone, social distance. <laughs> Everyone run. Like, what? <sighs> okay. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what we have here. This one is from Sad at Shay Loves Me. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Um Oh wait, this one doesn't have any. This one doesn't have any replies. <sighs> okay. Well, I think maybe we won't be able to read that one because it, it doesn't have the full thing, which is kind of... Rude. Oh, just kidding. Me? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't have it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Sab. I don't know what happened to your tweet. Okay. This one is from Maddie at Megasons Love. Hi, Ben. I love you, by the way. So, here's my near-death story. Once when I was nine, my family went to a water park and it was super crowded. We ended up getting separated and I was so scared. Anyways, apparently... I was wandering around and some bigger kids knocked me over really hard so I lost my balance and fell into a tide pool. I was underwater for a while but luckily people spotted me and came to help me even though I was hidden from behind the side and I was choking up chlorine water for like the next 10 minutes. So yeah, it wouldn't be the almost died personal experience reading episode without at least one drowning story. So thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie, for drowning. For us, for our entertainment, I appreciate it. I'm kidding. I'm glad you're okay. Um, all right, let's see what we have here. Let's see what we have. Um, okay. Oh, this is, this looks like a juicy one. Okay, buckle up, y'all. This is from Lynsha at Angie Fojo one I don't know if I pronounced that right, but if I didn't, I'm very sorry, and I apologize. Um, here's another near-death experience I've experienced. So, I was in fourth grade, and we were in gym. There was this one basic white popular girl who hated me for no reason, and she would bully me with her little minions for being black. Uh-uh. I will find her and destroy her. I know it sounds like those 1900s Mean Girls movies, but I'm being for real. She would say unsensitive and racist jokes about my race, and teachers didn't do anything about it. So, back to the story. It was gym period and we were playing dodgeball. We were on different teams and our teams were extremely competitive. So it was literally World War III. Everyone was so aggressive when anyone got hit and a fight would break out. My team was losing really bad. So we decided to have a team meeting. And after that little two minute team meeting, I turned around and we'll call her Ashley. Anyways, Ashley took one of the balls and threw it straight at my face. I'm really sensitive and it hurt my face so bad. I was so dizzy and I passed out. <gasps> I woke up in a hospital bed about four hours later with crying siblings and parents. I was still pretty dizzy, but the nurses kept asking me questions like, what's your name? Or how old are you? I was just confused and didn't answer any questions. I passed out again. <gasps> I woke up again the next day at 3 a.m. I was feeling better, but no one was around. So I just stared at the walls for what seemed like years. 
a nurse came to check on me and started asking me questions and I answered them, but I was still too weak. So they made me stay for two weeks. On the third day of me being in the hospital, Ashley came to visit me with her parents. Uh-uh. She was still being, I would have, I would have been like, take, take this wench to the euthanasia room. Ashley came to visit me with her parents. She was still stubborn, stubborn, and her parents had to apologize for her. Mm-hmm. I forgave her parents for giving birth to a racist monster, and they left. Yeah, and she got suspended for two months. <laughs> okay. Period. I was unconscious for like nine hours in total, and that beast still didn't want to apologize. Anyway, thank you for reading. If you read this story, you also read another one of my stories, so thank you for that too. I love your podcast and your humor. I appreciate everything you do for us. I love you. Okay, that's so sweet, Lynsha. Thank you genuinely so much. Um, But oh my God, that is... I feel like two months of a suspension or two months suspension as a punishment is not enough. Like if you're literally... Sending someone to the hospital for two weeks, giving them a concussion, which, by the way, as a as a concussion sufferer, someone who has had quite a few concussions in their life, if you couldn't tell by my amazing intellect, um, it's not exactly something that heals forever. Like you can get a concussion, and it, I like it's literally your brain swelling and like getting a bruise on your brain, and that doesn't always have the best consequences and also like aside from her literally being an evil racist like rat dodgeball in itself i think should not exist at least with like okay so my school whenever we would do dodgeballs we we had these like foam balls and they were like the lightest things ever like you could whip them and throw them really hard but like they wouldn't hurt like Maybe some, if you like, just like some people would like punch their friend through the dodgeball, which like in that case, obviously you're going to get, but the, the rubber ones that are like inflated, that needs to stop. What is Joe Biden's plan for that is what I want to know. Like those are actually terrifying, like terrifying and dangerous. Um, but I'm glad you're okay. Cancel dodgeball. Also just wanted to interject. You've probably seen it by, definitely have seen it by now. Um, <laughs> I just remembered the vegan teacher made a 10 minute video about me. That was another thing that overwhelmed me this week. <laughs> like if you like life is really a movie. Life is really a movie. I just wake up and see the vegan teacher is trying to cancel me. Like actually what I like went back to sleep when I saw them. Like I am in a nightmare and I'm going back to bed. Woke up still was there. So you have probably seen my comeback. Well, I don't know if it was a comeback. I don't know if it was, if it slapped or anything, but you've probably seen my response video by now. Hope you enjoyed it, even though it doesn't even exist yet, technically. But I have big plans for this literal Minecraft skeleton of a woman. So um, let's read another one. Let's read another one. Uh, okay, this one is from Hypercreeper uh, at HCI is online. Hashtag on my podcast. So like two years ago, I was hanging out with my cousin and behind his house was this gate and behind it, there was a giant field. We thought it was a park. So we climbed the fence and went into the park. Then we heard gunshots. Little did we know deep into the, I don't know what this is, deep into the, there was a shooting range and we thought we were trespassing or something. So we just booked it. 
I always wonder about shooting ranges. Like, how can you just have that, like, near people? Like, imagine just stumbling into a shooting range. Like, you're just, like, on a trail, like, walking around and hear gunshots and there's, like, bullets whizzing past you. That is... I feel like maybe we need a better plan for that. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, this one has a few trigger warnings. Um, trigger warning knives and death please let it be known this happened today oh my this is fresh by the way this is from amelia at jpnhrry lovebot this happened today i was cooking with my mom and leaned over the counter to feed my black cat i don't believe she's unlucky though i love her so much and the giant knife which looks like this emoji they put the knife slipped out of my mom's hands and missed my neck by an inch. It landed against the wall and bounced off, nearly missing my cat as well, but she hid behind my chair, so it's all good. This knife is sharp and can slice into a tomato by lightly poking it. So make of that what you will. Also, my mom said, oops. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then they included a diagram. That is, wow. Y'all can't see it. Sorry, but um, it's very elaborate. Very terrifying though. Um, I'm very glad you're okay. Please be knife safe. Please. Okay, let's read a few more, a few more. Uh, this one is from at Victoria the Rat 1. Um, hi, bit of the week. This is my almost death story. So one time this kid was sending a Snapchat to my middle school and high school uh, about shooting it. And he brought a G-U-N and threatening us so we all got a half day off of school and got to go home, yay. I love you so much, Ben. So the school announced nothing was going on and we were safe for now. They said safe for now. Everyone freaked out and called their parents to go home, so yay. Uh, they're like, you guys can have just a few hours off. Half day vacation because you all almost died. Like, are you kidding? It's really, uh, I've, I think I said this in a previous episode, but it's actually really crazy how little schools actually care about their students. I genuinely, uh, maybe public schools, but like, uh, like literally, I swear, the last thing, it, it, it sounds like there's no way this could be true, but it literally sound, like feels sometimes like the last thing that schools care about are the actual students. Like, and I say that for a number of reasons, like, for example, like a public school will be love a plane going directly over my house. It better just crash into here if it's going to be that loud. Um, like, for example, public schools, they have to answer to like their superintendents and the school board and stuff. So they're always just looking to please them by like, at least this was my experience. So they're looking to please them by like having like being like, we have all these programs and we're such a good school. While meanwhile, they like literally don't even care about their own students, stuff like that. Or if it's like a university, they literally try, they spend all their effort into like getting you to sign up for the university and like put down all your money for tuition. And then you, you're you like there and they're like, okay, student number 43982, eat poo-poo and die. So I really hope that the education system can improve. And when I say that, I don't mean like, like a lot of teachers are very, very good. Like, um, I feel like it's like a lot of the time, just like the management of schools is like evil. Like I, uh, cause most teachers I feel are doing it just because they genuinely 
like care about educating children or they just love kids. And I think that's a very pure thing. And very few teachers go into teaching that are mean. So that's just, that's just my two cents on the situation. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. This one is from at M- mmaths8. Hashtag I almost died podcast. Hi, Ben. I almost died while hiking with a YMCA summer camp. Okay, name drop them. Damn. I was near an edge where I could literally roll down to my death. I tripped over my feet and I nearly fell off, but someone grabbed me. Also, while water bouldering, I got stung by a load of wasps. <laughs> I love when you guys like have like a little two for one near death experiences. Like, so I almost fell off a mountain and then I also got stung by a bunch of wasps. Like, damn. Glad you're okay, though. Glad you made it. <laughs> well, if you would like me to read your near-death experiences in a future episode, please use the hashtag I Almost Died Podcast uh, and at me. My username is at Ben of the Week on Twitter. And I will read your stories in a future episode. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and just supporting the podcast in general. It was, like I said, it was genuinely so cool to see this podcast on so many of you guys' Spotify wrapped. Rap, wrapped? Wrapped? Thank you. I love you very much, very dearly. I will see you all next Wednesday and next Sunday on YouTube. Thank you for 2 million subscribers. I don't know if we've hit it yet. Imagine we haven't. Imagine I get canceled. The vegan teacher doubles down and cancels me and I lose all my subscribers and then it's game over. Just kidding. Not, not gonna put that into the universe. Okay, I'm gonna go sit in my cardboard box for the next mm, four hours and I will talk to y'all later. Better of the week, it's ciao. Yeah.